Hello, welcome to Over the Knee. I'm Cynical Dom on Tumblr, and I'm here with... I'm Amy Submits on Tumblr. And uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about respect. Um, do you think that you expect me to show you more respect than a typical couple, like than a typical husband or boyfriend would expect from their girlfriend or wife? Like vanilla? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, we have a kind of spelled out in our dynamic that uh, I expect you to trust me and defer to me, um, you know, unless you have cause to mm-hmm. question. And uh, even then, there's a clear expectation to even do that in a respectful way. Um, well, and I don't know if, if most people would view deference and letting you choose as respect. Like, that is kind of a DS mindset, isn't it? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right, but I don't know. Hmm. Because, like, I assume the the kind of the norm in a vanilla relationship is that you try to make a fair decision equally all the time, or you can decide on this and I'll decide on that, and then you go back and forth. There's some way to, to balance it in, like, a... 50-50 kind of a way. I guess um, that comes to my mind when are talking about respect because um, for us, you keeping up your end of that argument is itself an act of respect. Right. It's a respect. I think it's to you, but also to the relationship style that we've created. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you expect me to show you more respect than someone in our situation would if we were a vanilla couple? Oh, that's funny. Um, respect. It's funny. I guess it depends on um, what you would consider respect. Um, I think <laughs> it seems a little... Um, it's like, it makes me a little uncomfortable to admit it, even though I don't think it should, but, um, in, I do expect more from you because I submit to you. And so, um, I think it, it is respect in the sense of, um, I need you to respect the fact that I make myself very vulnerable to you and, um, I need to feel certain things. I need to feel safe and um, supported and I don't know, other things like that in order to be able to be vulnerable for you. And so, um, I think I need you to, I guess you could put it that way. I need you to respect my submission by giving me something in return. But I think maybe it kind of comes back to almost the same thing in that, um, we have created this, this agreement of what I give you and what you give me and how that adds up in our relationship. And so part of it's just respecting that, um, agreement that we've made, the commitment that we've made to our DS. And so um, if you weren't doing that, it would feel like, well, you're not giving me what I need in order to give you my submission. But then it would also be, why are you throwing away this commitment that you've made? Or why aren't you making good on what you agreed to? And so it would feel, I think it would be fair to say it would feel disrespectful. But it's funny as a submissive to think of it as respect, I suppose. Yeah, I think, like, there's a couple different meanings of respect and disrespect. I think, like, a really wide meaning of disrespect is just uh, 
not thinking of someone and uh, doing something that hurts them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think uh, at least our whole dynamic of DS is trying, is just a, a system of, I guess you would argue, maximizing respect on both of our ends. Hmm. It's certainly, yeah, in the sense of making us more aware of each other and, and our needs and um, finding, I don't want to say balance, balance, <laughs> um, finding a balance between what we need. Yeah, because most disrespect is, is just, uh, it's either trying to hurt someone or not taking them into account because you think less of them. Mm-hmm. And DS kind of, that's kind of um, an anathema to ours. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe we already kind of covered this, but do you think that we have equal respect for each other? I think so. I think, you know, it's in different ways. Um, I think <clears throat> the the big sticking point there is uh, what about humiliation play? Um, but I think that goes back into what actually is respect like if humiliation play hurts you then you know i i wouldn't want to do it that to me that would be the actual act of disrespect Mm -hmm. well yeah and i think um i guess maybe like comparing it to vanilla again i think um like a long time ago i had googled um domestic discipline and i had found this forum of, of people talking about like how awful they thought domestic discipline was. And one of the things that was said there was, um, uh, uh, like I would never tolerate a man who would disrespect me like that. And, um, and I think for that person, obviously that's the right answer. The right answer is that this is not for mm-hmm. her. And that's, of course it's great to like know that and it like whatever. Yeah. But, um, I thought it was a little unfortunate just to recognize that um, to the outside world, it does seem disrespectful, um, or at least to, you know, to certain people in the outside world. Um, and I think that's because they assume that if something would feel disrespectful to them or belittling to them, mm-hmm. that it would feel that way to other people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess maybe that's kind of what's a little bit of what's hard about like sub- accepting submission is like I have to accept that... Um, yeah, some other people might think it's um, that I'm not valuing myself by saying that I want um, rules and I want to be held accountable and I want um, you to decide for me. And so in their mind, that's, well, you don't value your own voice enough or you don't um, you don't have a backbone or, or whatever. And, um, you know, that's just not true. Like, this, this, <laughs> this is what I want. And it actually takes quite a big backbone for me um, to express that this is what I want and to ask for this and to fight for this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I get why that's really hard for people who who just aren't wired this way to grasp that. But um, it absolutely doesn't feel disrespectful to me at all because it's meeting my needs. And isn't there like a little bit of a, a paradox there? You know, paradox meaning it's the thing and the anti-thing. Um because, like, haven't you struggled with the feeling of you don't do enough to deserve this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, right. And and so when I w- read um, 
you know, like that forum of, of people kind of chuckling and shaking their heads at this quote unquote lifestyle. Um, I found myself more offended for you <laughs> than I was for me because, um, well, and I mean, some of the things it's like, I would cut his dick off, if, <laughs> you know, um, and they, they really equate it to like a domestic, abuse. um, a de- yeah, domestic abuse or, um, just a really toxic overbearing, um, situation. Or I think sometimes, uh, they assume that for a, a woman to be submissive to her male partner, that um, you must be brainwashed into thinking mm. that um, women can't be um, can't be leaders, or they can't be. Mm. Um, I don't the the uh, woman of the household, mm. or, or um, whatever, and th- that it's it's that's certainly not true. Like I, I was not raised with uh, around meek and mild women. Yeah, um, we you know we're not in any kind of a, a social community that has led us to think that this is the only way of life and Mm -hmm. like not by a long shot. Um, This is just what calls to us. Yeah. So like it it can clearly look like uh, uh, since there is an imbalance of power, there is an imbalance of respect. Um, But I think like we just said, like you could argue that um, uh, you you struggle with it, but still you end up valuing yourself enough to um, demand what you feel like you want and need. And you mm-hmm. you picture it as a, a sacrifice on my end, but you end up respecting yourself enough to, well, <laughs> you should, that you deserve it, and uh, respecting me enough that I want to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, this—I could see how this could sound like we're just completely deluding ourselves, um, because there is a literal power imbalance. Um, what? Well, I don't. Yeah, you could argue, you could argue that's not true because I think consent. Uh, yes, that's what I, I had like made a note of this while you're talking. <laughs> is I think a huge, almost all of it comes down to consent mm-hmm. because. Um, it's an exchange of power and it's an exchange of power that is freely given. Mm-hmm. And so, um, not freely given, but you know, given with intent and choice freely sounds like it's just free to take, you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. It's, it's, um, consciously given. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But, um, it's still, um, I think it's freely given to you. It's not freely given to anybody who walks by. <laughs> um, but, um, so we both would think that this happening to people who didn't want it would be not only disrespectful, but abusive, mm-hmm. unhealthy, um, Certainly. the list goes on. And so it all hinges on consent. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think we, well, I, I think we would both say that, um, it, it's more than just consent too. It's mutual desire. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes. So it's not just that um, that I'm willing to uh, let you lead. It's that I, I actively want you to mm-hmm. and that uh, we both feel like we benefit from this. And so that's very, very different in our opinion from um, 
a situation where a woman feels like she has to give in in order to uh, keep peace in her marriage or, or not lose the guy um right or um to be respected herself like to avoid abuse or mistreatment herself uh, it's very very different when it's actively desired on both sides mm-hmm. so i guess it's kind of two questions in one i think you kind of already answered part of it <laughs> um do you think it's possible as a dominant to disrespect your submissive oh yeah and within the context of RDS, what what would that look like? Um, not respecting your limits. Um, I think, uh, like I had said earlier about how you not keeping up your end of the bargain would be disrespect. It'd be the same for me mm-hmm. on my end. Um, yeah, just uh, I think... Respect is just consideration of someone, so. So, essentially considering my needs and maybe comfort or Mm -hmm. desires within. Yeah. Um, Do you think, do you think it could uh, potentially also essentially be selfishness? I suppose that is the same thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think um, it's going to look very different depending on the personalities involved. But I think um, I think you know that while I am capable and will speak up for um, what my needs and wants are, that it's we have to have a little bit of a delicate balance in order to maintain that for me. And so if I were like coming to you sharing my needs and I felt like they were being ignored or pushed aside, or if I felt like you were um, choosing to prioritize your own desires above mine very frequently, then you know, that would needs, become, right? yes, I'm sorry. Um, then, or, or like your desires over my like comfort level or my mm-hmm. limits That's or whatever. That's a need to me. Well, yeah, I suppose it is. Um, then I think, uh, essentially that would essentially just be you using the power I'm giving you, um, for your own benefit more than you currently do instead of trying to lead with both of us in mind, I guess. Um, I think for me... I think that would be a disrespect, but I think it would probably come back to, um, I, I trust you so much that if I thought that, um, you thought the best thing was to ignore my needs and to serve yourself with that power, that it could become like slowly become an unhealthy thing. Mm. And so it's still, I suppose it still comes back to ignoring my needs and that it would lead us down a path that, um, would become unhealthy in time. Yeah, I guess that's probably a good thing to point out, that DS can be um, uh, really fruitful with mutual respect, but it could also very easily be a tool for uh, abuse and disrespect. Yeah, Lynn. um, Like it isn't mutual respect by its nature. 
No, no, right. It completely depends on how you do it and, um, you know, the the morals and the yeah. perspective of the people involved with it. Um, like, occasionally you'll, you'll see that, like, on Tumblr asks that are, like, uh, this, like, feels wrong to me, but uh, my dominant is telling me that this is, like, how DS works. And it's, like, if it feels really wrong and you're feeling really hurt by it, um, even if it would be a, a level of DS that somebody else is comfortable with, if it's hurting you, it's hurting you. <laughs> and, and that doesn't make – that means it's not okay. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it definitely depends on the people involved in things. But, um, yeah, it – you can, like, do abuse and call it DS. That doesn't make it it's not abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it really just depends. But I think – it largely comes back to the the needs of the people involved and the the consideration and commitment of both people involved to prioritize each other's needs. Yeah. Um. So earlier you had said that uh, my deference and I think that in large part like my submission in general uh, feels like respect to you. Mm-hmm. Um. So do you think it's fair to say that um, respect is significant to you or that it's part of what you need to feel loved or or that it's more meaningful to you than it may be to other people yeah can you expand on that (laughs) (laughs) um are you asking why um why or just i don't know i just think that's interesting like what do you have any thoughts on that Hmm. like on how you're like different than the average joe in that way well um it's important to me I was I was saying yes that it's important to me, but not so much that the, um, that, that makes me rare. Um, I think when we're talking about <clears throat> um, respect in this way, I think we're talking about something else too. And I think it's uh, like a liking to be deferred to. I think that's all, all, often called respect, um, mm-hmm. and I think. Uh, that's a pretty big thing with uh, men with like uh, traditional masculinity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think part of that could just be like a culturally programmed thing. Um, that's how I've read from culture as someone who identifies as like a traditionally male person, how I'm shown respect and also how I'm shown disrespect. Interesting, yeah. So, like, when my mind jumps to to things like um, positions within the military or um, just any kind of, like, maybe job that comes with an authoritative um, position, like, we typically do see those projected as as being respect but also being worthy. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think it's easy... I think some people just just want um, deference because they just think that makes them like cool and good, where well, you think, can also want to earn it. Yeah, I think people want deference because I think culturally they're told um, that's what they should have. That's what makes them. That's what gives them value. Yeah, um, and I think that ties into that whole idea of. Uh, toxic masculinity because you could say like well men wanting or well i'm not even comfortable saying that men just men should want deference but people wanting deference could be a positive thing and that it makes them want to earn it 
But I think there's a lot of people, like you just said, that miss that part of the equation. Mm-hmm. And they... They feel entitled. Yes. And uh, and it's not just the fact that it's entitled that makes it toxic. Um, I think... I'm just going to say men again because it's easier. But when men um, feel like they don't get that deference, they think they should they process that as like a sense of humiliation as emasculation and for whatever reason that drives people crazy yeah um so i think there's kind of two different types of respect there's like there's respect in the sense like of um almost of like in the sense of like deserving dignity Mm. and and being human mm-hmm. right and then there's a kind of a different type of respect that i see more within the context of um like deference where respect in the sense of um uh of like authority mm-hmm. of i want you to treat me as an authority yeah um and i would say that within our relationship we very much have equal respect when it comes to the, the dignity mm-hmm. type of um, respect, but that our respect when it comes to authority is is probably imbalanced. Like you, yeah. we, you obviously have authority over me, and there's still a, a, a check and a balance on that in the mm-hmm. sense that I have a safe word, but um, even you know beyond the safe word, like most of the time we just talk and and. Um, well, so if that, something is concerning me, I I don't I'm not going to say like red. <laughs> like I'm just going to say. But I think my thoughts, that might but. be why the terms, the two concepts, have the share the same term, is because that me having that first type of respect for you is in itself a safeguard on the second type of respect. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because um, if you feel that you are entitled to a position of authority, but you don't have respect me in the the dignity sense then um you can use that authority to treat me uh as like a non-person yeah Um, but and because i do value as an equal i don't feel entitled to the authority if i'm right if you're if you're using that authority poorly yeah right yeah i think um sometimes there's like an idea that um dominance um, I pronounce that poorly. Dominant, as in the people, <laughs> um, uh, kind of command respect and and can't um can't tolerate or are bothered by the lack of of deference. Um, do you feel like you require more respect from? friends or family members or people um, just randomly than somebody else might? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think if I'm in a situation where I've earned deference, then yeah, sure. But I think that would be the case for everybody unless they have like a self-esteem issue. Um, But uh, I don't know how much this plays into the Dom part. This could be the masculinity or toxic masculinity but i feel especially bothered by the uh lack of consideration disrespect yeah and um 
Right. I would, I would completely agree with that. Like I think, um, and I think certainly in the past, mine has gone too far to an unhealthy degree, but, um, something that's very different between us is, um, how good we are at drawing boundaries with like moochers Mm. or, um, like habitual favor askers who do not reciprocate type Mm -hmm. of things. And, um, even before we were DS, like I have some family members who um, were just constantly wanting favor after favor after favor from me. And um, I never said no. <laughs> so they kept asking and um, it was unhealthy. And um, I didn't really recognize it. Um, and it, you know, it just got to a point where you were like pointing out to me, like, you're running yourself ragged for somebody who doesn't ever do anything for you. Like they just know that you will do things for them. And so like, they don't think twice on asking. And, um, I think part of what I eventually realized, like in part by your help and was, um, I have a hard time asking people for things. And so because it's so hard for me to ask a favor of somebody else, that when somebody asks me for something, my my default is to assume like, gosh, they really need this. Mm. And so part of it was recognizing that no, <laughs> that is not <laughs> how other people work. Like these people who are asking me for favors all the time are not like sweating over having to ask this of me. They just know I will do it and it's just easier for them. And um, honestly, they they weren't, maybe they just weren't aware that it was impacting me negatively. Mm. But um, if they were, they just didn't care and they just weren't respecting m- my needs and um, and whatever. And mm-hmm. it, it's, I think that's like a big difference between us is that to you it was always obvious that um, that's not okay, that um, you have to like stand up for your own needs and that if somebody is um, kind of selfishly using you that uh, you got to say something. Yeah. And I think um, even when you see that with people, even like, I mean, obviously we're very closely connected being life partners, but that that bothers you when you see that kind of a dynamic happening and even like extended family members and um, like it really bothers you to see somebody kind of being taken advantage of by a person who just doesn't think twice, like, you know, bleeding them dry. Yeah. Um, so I don't even think that that really is exclusive to you. I don't think that you necessarily feel like you deserve that more than the average yeah, person. It's yeah. just that is a, a pet peeve of yours that when people don't um, respect people's boundaries in that way. Yeah, definitely. Something that is like very common in 24-7 DS is the full-time use of titles as long as you're not like in public or whatever. Um, that's not something we've ever done. How come, how come we don't? And like, how does that play into like your idea of like authority or respect? It was never like a conscious thing that I didn't want to do that. And, uh, I mean, who knows? We may someday experiment with something like that. But, uh, I think if I really think about it, it isn't just that I like our, like, playfulness i like that we can have that playfulness when the with the uh 
rules and power structure still underneath it. Um, like the fact that uh, you can be playful but still know you can go too far is more enjoyable to me than just um, having a strict sir rule. You know what I mean? So you're saying you like that I can get a little close to the edge? Mm, I like... I like that, I guess in my mind, in my mind, in your mind, the way we do it makes it seem less artificial. Like you, in the end, having to show deferment to me isn't like a, a hard and fast rule that you just need to internalize in your language. Mm -hmm. You have to be like, actually like aware and watching your intent at all times. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's, it's funny that and you... And I guess you could say that that's true for, like, saying sir all the time, too. But I just think it could be easier to, uh... I guess maybe you're right. Maybe there's less room for you to mess up just with sir. Um, but I think if we were to adapt to using titles full-time... That um, you wouldn't, um, that would just be added on to the, to the agreement that we already have. It's not like I would then be able to be passive aggressive and condescending and, and call you sir in the middle of that sentence and get away with it. Yeah. So I don't know that it really, um, like I think the, the core of like our respect rule is um, having good intentions towards you as you're submissive and, you know, not being... Yeah, so maybe it's just uh, for how we do it, how much, um, like, how much deference I require at all times, as long as I feel the intent, the title isn't necessary for me. Mm -hmm. Like, is it just as simple as you can feel deference from me without it? Yeah. Um, and that if if the my heart isn't um, my heart and my mind aren't feeling particularly submissive in the moment, that adding the title doesn't necessarily help that much. It shows that I'm trying, perhaps, so that I'm trying and committing to it, but it doesn't. Um, it doesn't bring the warmth of yeah. happy, content submission necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, for me, it just doesn't add that much. Mm -hmm. So let's say I decided that I wanted right now to switch to always referring to me with a title like uh, Sir or... Uh, his Majesty, <laughs> or Lord Admiral, um, where I think you would have a hesitation. Where does that hesitation come from? Um, my hesitation comes from. Uh, I guess that it sounds lazy, but my my first thought is it, it seems like it would take a lot of like conscious effort. And to the point of it would feel forced. Mm -hmm. And um, 
obviously a lot of our DS requires conscious effort and, and work. Um, but, and so it's not that I'm against putting in the work to like, train myself to remember that. Um, but I, I guess it just doesn't feel like us. Mm. Um, it feel, I think it's, um, I think it does come back to like the playfulness in my mind. It comes back to, um, sir feels, um, I think <laughs> that's so funny. Cause I think I'm like, I feel like I'm stealing your answer, but I think it's true for me as well is, um, I think if I were to call you sir all the time, it would feel like, um, you were an authority all the time, like a conscious, I was conscious of your authority all of the time. And how it is right now, I don't think that I, I forget that, but I feel like it blends into our casual, relaxed relationship. And for some reason, thinking of Sir all the time would, it gives me this sense that it would be um, just this constant I don't know how to say that because I'm certainly your submissive all the time. Do you feel like you get what I'm saying? Do you like, uh, it'd almost be like too sterile. Yeah. It would be too formal and too like not casual. And, um, yeah, I think this is probably just cause I, th I, I don't think if we did it, that would end up being true. Right. I think we, we would, would get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it just comes down to neither of us has an instinct to it, and uh, since we aren't used to it, we probably have bad assumptions about it. Yeah. So, this be a first for the podcast, just introducing a new rule. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> You have to call me sir from now on. <laughs> what do you think about that? I know you're kidding. I know you're kidding, sir. <laughs> this might be a pretty easy question, but uh, how would you address if you felt I disrespected you? Um... I think that my um, perspective on um, our relationship, like, I, I don't think that I've really ever thought that you've disrespected me, like, but I think that's largely just, I just don't um, perceive it as respect. Um, I think uh, I just process it as hurt. Mm. Um, and... So, I, I mean, I guess my goal <laughs> when you hurt me is to tell you that you hurt me so that you um, can know what happened and um, just be aware and then, of course, try to avoid it moving forward. Yeah, I think the answer would be the same on my end. Um, and I think there's like a, we've had like a, a tiny example of that, like uh, one time... Like, I felt that you may have been upset, 
and you didn't feel like you were really upset, but since I was like asking you, you had uh, brought up how it bothered you that I had let the trash build up in the garage. Um, oh, see that I would never ever think of that as respect. But uh, but even then, you you had phrased it in the context of like uh, you know our different ends of this. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I think you could easily describe it as respect and disrespect. See, that is funny, though, because I'm still, like, struggling to, like, swallow that as respect because I don't feel like you respect me by taking out the trash. But um, basically what happened there was, um, like, I knew that you had, like, missed the trash. And then, like, because I knew that you had missed the trash, like, every time I was, like, getting ready to do one of my chores... It's like, well, he didn't do his. <laughs> um, and so um, it's an, it's, it is an uncomfortable thing. And, like, I, I hear, um, like, I get submissives who contact me about that. And, like, sometimes it's, like, kind of a chronic thing where, mm-hmm. um, like, some dominants feel like, well, I'm the one in charge here and I tell you what to do and you do it and then I get to do whatever I want. Um, and as a submissive, it's extremely uncomfortable to address something like that because I I don't have the authority nor do I want the authority to tell you what to do. At the same time, how our DS is set up anyway is we kind of uh, mimic a little bit of a, like a so-called traditional relationship. And um, so you like mow the yard and, you know, deal with the snow and the trash and I like do the dishes and stuff. And so um, if I were, you know, doing the dishes and the laundry and all of these things, and um, you just were, you know, letting us live in the wilderness that was our yard, and um, and or you weren't taking out the garbage or, or whatever. It would become, I would become resentful, not in the sense necessarily that you had disrespected me, but in the sense that you weren't um, holding up your commitment to me, and so that is a little bit of a respect thing. It's just hard. Yeah, to, for me to perceive it that way. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it clearly is just, and I think uh, that's one of the big benefits of uh, DS because I think stuff like that, because DS is such a tool for communication, stuff like that, and like real relationships, because people don't <laughs> feel like they have the ability to communicate stuff like that. It that resentment builds up and it becomes sniping. And when it's sniping, the other person often can't really hear the criticism. Right. Um, and um, I, I think uh, that's why it's funny. Uh, like we've talked about how it kind of bothered you that um, we had a bit of an, uh, an agreement that I was supposed to do the dishes before we were DS, right? And and the same thing with you. Um, you took out the trash. Like, that wasn't something we created mm-hmm. when we did DS. That's something we've done from the time we were, you know, quote-unquote kids. There were times back then that, that, that the, the trash would overflow, and um, it bothered me. <laughs> and uh, I, I know the same thing is true with the dishes. Mm-hmm. And we never, ever communicated those frustrations. Um, well, did we? Um, 
if we did, never to like a point of resolution. I don't think we were ever like sniping people, but. I th- yeah, I think it's interesting to to recognize that part of how you respect me as your submissive is to not act in a way that builds up resentment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's really. It's. I think it's like it's hard for me to swallow that concept. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but um, is uh, um, because it feels like I have some control over your behavior, I suppose, mm. and that feels a little funny. But um, it's not about it's not an authority thing at all. It's about um, finding a balance within RDS and um, earning submission. Um, you know, like, of course, it doesn't make sense for you to get to do whatever you want and then expect the same things from me. Like, well, and like, we never, like, we didn't explicitly hammer out what our separate responsibilities are, but I think we both clearly understood what they were and are. Yeah, like, we don't have, like, a contract that says. Yeah, but yeah. we, well, we, we knew pretty plainly what it was. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's you acting control because if it bothered me, I could say, I don't just want to take out the trash. Um, I want you to share in that responsibility. And then you would probably come back, well, I need you to share in some other responsibility. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so it, it, <clears throat> it isn't you controlling. Right. It's you thinking you deserve to be respected in me living up to my end of what we've, you know, non-verbally hammered out. Right. Well, and I think, um, right, it would be different, I think, if it wasn't, like, explicitly part of our dynamic, too. Like, a question I've gotten before is, is um, how how do you handle, like, things that annoy you like little things that your partner does because um like those things don't go away when when you become ds right like we well, yeah, um, for and for you you just got lucky because you don't have anything like that oh my gosh what <laughs> um so you can't offer people much help in there because you just <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> you've never experienced that <laughs> um right <laughs> right Right, you never, you never ever annoy me, sir. Yeah. Um, there's not any level of passive aggression in my voice right now. No. Um, <laughs> um, is uh, like, if you were, but like, but in all honesty, I'm not just saying this to kiss your ass. Um, <laughs> is that um, I think if you were to have some kind of a habit that like was just really sticking in my claw where um, I was essentially feeling resentful to you for it. Um, Even if it hadn't previously been like part of our DS agreement, um, I think it would be something I would talk to you about because I think um, we have to avoid resentment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I'm, I guess I'm, I'm not very like particular about things and so and, and you're not either like we're both pretty laid back and mm-hmm. like um you ever see like those memes that are like about um which way does the toilet paper roll go with the paper in the front or in the mm-hmm. back like um and like so many people reshare those and like argue 
their which way is right and wrong. Like I, I, I so don't understand caring about something like that that it's funny to me. My assumption, and this is me talking out my butt. This could be completely wrong, but stuff like that I assume is a manifestation of some deeper issue. And the reason we don't have little things like that, I mean, of course, we have little things that know each other, but things to where it's an actual, like, this annoys me, is because there's um, an underlying piece. Well, and maybe an underlying sense of mutual respect. Yes, that's what I meant. Um, yeah, because um, I think it's it's relatively normal, but um, like and something I, that... I could be wrong about it. I'm sure there's some people that have a completely mutual, respectful relationship, and there's just something that really gets in there. Mm-hmm. That's that's really funny, just because that like got me thinking about my grandparents. Um, and then like I had always just assumed that my grandmother was just kind of a nagger, and it's like maybe not. Maybe that maybe something was unfulfilled there. I never really mm-hmm. analyzed that. I, I really don't know, but yeah. um, but. Uh, I think w- with certain things like that, like um, like I, we've been in like social situations where somebody will start, um, like like the the wife will complain about how the husband will will not use a hamper. He will leave his dirty socks six inches away from the hamper, no matter how many times I tell him. Or um, a lot of times, like the the kind of male version of that is to complain about how she spends money. Uh, and so we've seen that like on both sides of relationships in like our personal lives before. And, um, it, it comes off as like a a genuine hurt to where they're, the reason they're sharing it in kind of an awkward social situation is because they're just kind of boiling over and, um, and so it's not. Like if the if the only issue well and I, I guess money is a big one like if you're spending money you don't have of course that really impacts the whole family, but um, uh, like like the socks or or whatever um, of course nobody's gonna be so angry about socks on the floor that they're gonna just have to vent in a at some little kid's birthday party about it or something like of course there's something deeper there um. Uh, but I think part of it probably is just personality and that, um, you know, I'll pick up your socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's not like you put things in the hamper either. <laughs> I do. I'm much better about using the hamper than you are. Mm, that's not true. I pick up a lot of your clothes off the bathroom floor. I am bad about the bathroom. We don't have a hamper in the bathroom. I know. It doesn't bother me. We'll cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> um. But and and the, the, I genuinely am not bothered by yeah me, me either because um, I do it too <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it in the bathroom but I, I leave my clothes around um so I think the fact that I um respect you and that I think you are like a good and responsible person uh means that with little things um that. You, you do that I suppose I wish you wouldn't do. Um, I don't feel like it's a, I don't view it as a a deeper reflection on Mm -hmm. um, who you are. Like, um, uh, the the socks on the floor is a bad example for us, but like a real example for us is you leave your dresser drawer open. Mm -hmm. You don't shut it. And it's on my side of the bed. And so I have to shut it in order to get 
past the bed. And like, sometimes I like internally sigh a little bit as I'm doing that. Right. But, um, it's, it's just like, I don't want to have to, I'm lazy as fuck and I don't want to have to shut this drawer either. Um, and, and so it's not like my mind doesn't go, he's doing this because he's a child and I have to take care of him and he Mm. should just grow up and do this. And I think that that is where people's minds go when they genuinely feel like, um, it's a weakness that their partner that their partner has a deeper weakness and that this is almost like a, a symptom mm-hmm. of um, that. And then it is kind of tied to a lack of respect when they want their partner to be, you know, more uh, independent or more self-disciplined or, or things like that. Yeah. Um, so I think with little things that um, are just you – uh, you know, I just shut your drawer and I, I walk past it and whatever. Um, but if there were something that, um, that that did really eat at me and really did like sour my mood or my feelings towards you, then then that's different. And then I would talk about it just because um, I kind of want to help you. Um, Be a big maintain- boy? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I want to help you maintain my positive feelings for you and my respect for you mm. and um that it's key to our DS. It's key, not, not even to our DS, but to just our relationship. And, um, and so I think, um, it works that way on your side too, doesn't it? Yeah. I kind of thought that, um, you would give me your opinion more frequently than I would just because, uh, you know that I'm like open to, making tiny changes just for the sake of pleasing you, even if they aren't something that you, like, resent me over, right? Yeah, and I think I do. Mm -hmm. Like, we have some, like, rather finicky rules that have been the result of you, like, asking me to do something differently a bunch of times and it not happening. Yeah. Um, But I think that's... It's largely because um, I'm into the idea of doing finicky things just to please you. Um, And so... It works in that sense, and it's not, I guess it would be different if it was something that was, like, core to who I am or something that was, like, a change that I didn't feel I could make or something, but, um, like, little things like, like, um, reclosing the dog treat bag and, um, you know, stuff like that has become part of our ideas, and it seems very silly and surface level, but, um, it works because, um, I'm happy to do things that just kind of on a whim for you sometimes yeah all right that's the end of our episode on respect um amy has a new rule no i don't i guess we're gonna have the first spanking on our podcast (laughs) now too (laughs) okay bye-bye bye